Welcome to So Tell Me What You Do. I'm Amy Hutto, a life coach who works with small business owners to stop the overwhelm and get to clarity. And if we talked, you'd know that what I love most in the world is learning all about other people's work, why they just have to do that thing they do. So join me as we talk to a different small business owner, entrepreneur, creative, or nonprofit leader each week so they can tell me and you what they do. This podcast represents the opinions of the speakers and guests to the show. The content should not be taken as advice, medical or otherwise. The content here is for informational purposes only. Because each person is so unique, please consult a healthcare professional for any medical questions. Hi, Megan. Hi. So tell me what you do. Well, I would describe myself first and foremost as a movement educator. And that is a very big umbrella. So I specifically teach Pilates and yoga and dance, but I've taught all different forms of movement throughout my life. And it just seems to be where I keep coming to in my career. And what is it specifically that you do right now? So right now I own a Pilates studio and I teach Pilates five, six days a week. And then a little bit on the side, I teach dance to children. And what made you start? This is such an interesting question because I've pondered in the last year, like, I don't really think I chose to start. I was kind of raised in an environment and encouraged to do this. I think someone maybe saw something in me and gave me the tools and the ability to grow in this direction. Like when I was 12, I started assisting as a dance teacher. And then by the time I was 15, I was the manager of the dance studio When I was 18, my dance teacher brought in a Pilates training and I did my first Pilates training at 18. I didn't even know what it was. She was like, come do this training. Okay, cool. Just kind of domino effect my whole life. And then, so last year, after I graduated my Pilates school, my third Pilates school, I said, I don't remember ever choosing this direction, but it seems like the right path for me. It's really interesting. Pilates has literally been your backbone. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And for those people who aren't familiar with Pilates, what is it? So Pilates looks like and is an exercise method, but it can be more than that. Joseph Pilates created Pilates. So it was originally called Contrology. And Joe Pilates was alive between like 1880s and the 1960s, I think, maybe 1980s. Don't, Don't quote me on that one. Originally from Germany, he immigrated into America. And he was raised in the movement world. He was kind of like a bodybuilder model when he was really little. He did some work in the circus, did some self-defense, jiu-jitsu. And it's said that he was really sick as a kid. And so he was always working out his body to be healthier. And then there's a lot of stories about what was and what wasn't Joe's life. But at one point, he was in a, during World War I, I believe Um, he was in England and got put into a camp because he was German. And the supposed story is, is during his time there, he created this whole method to help people stay healthy and not have the flu and other illnesses in the camp. We don't know if this is true. This is kind of a myth. But then he immigrated to America and uh, happened to get a studio apartment right next to the New York City Ballet. 
And so everyone thinks Pilates is ballet-based or something to do with ballet. And it really wasn't founded in ballet, but it had a really nice relationship with ballet because he would run into dancers going in and out of the building that would have aches and pains. And he'd be like, come up to my studio. And he'd work with them. And at such success, he worked with tons of dancers, actors, singers. And so, yeah, I don't even remember the original <laughs> But that's kind of what Pilates is. Okay, who Pilates is. What Pilates is, is an exercise method that's so much more because it's about working the whole body the whole time, having balanced muscles around the joint, flexible spine, really focusing on the breath. And when you do Pilates regularly, you feel good in your body, which makes you ultimately feel good in your your mind and your spirit. So it's, it's not like that it's just going to heal the world and make you feel awesome all the time. But when you feel good in your body, it really changes how you perceive the world and how you go out into the world. So it's a whole body exercise regimen. Yes. With a really interesting backstory. Yes. That's amazing. So how did you know it was time to have your own Pilates studio? Well, when... Okay, so uh, my first business that I opened was a dance studio, and I had I had that for about six years. And during that time, I owned some Pilates equipment that I had at the studio, and I would I would see dancers that needed some help, and I would bring them in, and I would try to help them. But I didn't feel like I had enough training at that point, so it was just kind of like I own this equipment, I have some training. It doesn't really make sense. After I sold the studio, and I kind of had a blank slate of what I was going to do with my life, I thought maybe I should study Pilates again, like really study at all of the equipment, a comprehensive program. And I happened to, again, kind of just be in the right place at the right time where my previous dance teacher mentor had a Pilates student in Franklin, asked me to come in and work for her. And she slowly started to get me training. And then there was a woman working there who was from the Pilates Center of Boulder originally, which is where my school's from. And she was like, hey, you should go to Pilates school. This is where you should go. Let me help you get into the program. And then it just went from there. So once again, you had that kind of native nurturing that just led you along the path. Yeah. And what is it that you love about Pilates? I personally love to practice Pilates because it makes me feel good in my body. And growing up as a dancer and someone who likes to move that I don't have the outlet to dance so much anymore. It makes me feel alive. Like I'm moving, probably like the runner's high. I'm moving when I do like really intense Pilates. It feels good. But what I love the most about Pilates is teaching Pilates, not in like the sense of group exercise classes, but one-on-one so that it really makes a difference in someone's body. So they feel better in their body. There is, in my experience, such a significant change when someone is practicing Pilates to how they feel in their body. And so it's like a gift I can give to others. So that's what I love about it. Yeah, you're kind of giving that gift of movement back to people. One mm-hmm. by one. Exactly. It's like I've been given this like little gem, this little secret, and I get to share it. And that's what I love about it. And what do you feel happens when you share that with the next person? Well, they get the little gem and it shines and they share it. And it's not that everybody I work with becomes like a Pilates guru and teacher, but it impacts their lives. And either they tell somebody else about it or I, I have seen where people have taken it and um, want to learn more. And they go to trainings. Maybe they teach, maybe they don't. But they, they're really invested into this idea that movement heals. 
So what is the one thing that you wish your entire client base or potential client base could understand about Pilates? I feel like my client base really is starting to understand what I want them to understand because they're, I want to say buying in, but they're, they're believing what I'm saying about the Pilates. But overall, I, I, I just want people to know Pilates is more than exercise classes. You're coming and you're moving your body. It looks to the outsider like exercise classes, but it's so much more than that. And I just, I want everyone to give it a try. So what is that more? Well, they say, or Eve Gentry is quoted as saying that it's not exercise, but it's a concept. And that the things that you learn about yourself in Pilates are is applicable to life. Pilates can be hard. One of the things we always joke about is that like Pilates is hard and it never gets easier no matter how much you advanced because you can always get more out of it. And so when you as a person are faced with, I'm forcing myself to do this work, I have a choice to walk away or not do this hard work, but I want to do more hard work. And how am I going to get past this wall in front of me that says, no, this is stupid. I want to go home. That is applicable to life, like the, you know, the walls you're going to face. So advanced Pilates is hard. It can be a little bit scary. You know, we're hanging upside down. We're doing things that feel unsafe to the adult body. Very playful, you know, rolling around upside down things. And so when you ask a client, okay, trust me, go upside down, do this, do that. A lot of times a client will say, I'm not, they won't say I'm not strong enough. They'll say, I can't do that. Like they physically have this wall that won't let them trust that they can go upside down or, you know, do that thing. So in some ways, Pilates is just like coaching. You can get to a goal and stop (laughs) Mm -hmm. if that's what you're after. Yeah. Or you can continue lifelong even because there's always more growth on the table. There's always another goal. Yes. So what is your eternal challenge in teaching Pilates? Well, I think, you know, a little bit is like getting people in the door, you know, trusting that there's, there's more than just an exercise class. And my personal body, I would say is that it, it, it's, it never gets easier. It's, there's always more to learn. And so that's the, like that challenge will, I hope to do Pilates till I'm dead let's say goals, hundred, maybe 95. And I still want to be trying to improve every year up until that point. I still want to be hanging upside down at 95 and doing all the things I'm doing now. And so I think that's going to be my personal challenge with Pilates is can I stay committed and consistent to it for the rest of my life? So this is a commitment to lifelong activity and just longevity and movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what are the moments when it's hard, when you're trying to convince people or there's a lot of resistance that make you go back and fall in love with it all over again? Hmm. When you see a client that is struggling to, they came up against that wall, whatever it is, and they're struggling to break through that wall. And when they do, it's like a party for all of us. We are celebrating that person. We are so excited for them, not because they, you know, got a sticker and did an exercise, but because that's like a huge challenge for them, both physically, but mentally. And so it's exciting to like walk with someone through that. They're not just achieving the next mile marker, but Mm -hmm. they're achieving their own personal meaningful goal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Who is it that you wish you could reach with Pilates? Hmm. My, my typical clientele up until about a year ago was like the 65 plus community. And I think they really need it. Um, and at that point, I wished that I could reach a younger community, more my age, middle age, because I don't think that we're kind of the tipping point when we realize like, okay, our bodies are, are needing something. We can't just do the same old, same old and feel good. As we age, we need to be moving and moving mindfully. Um, so I really wanted to reach that demographic. But what's been beautiful is since I opened the studio, that's the demographic that's grown and come in the door. So we have a great like mix of age right now. And I feel like I'm reaching a lot of the demographic I'd like to reach. You created them a gathering space and they came. Mm -hmm. So after doing this work, it sounds like for the course of your life, what's your one takeaway or awareness? Movement, I mean, is life. Uh, can quote Joe, he says that uh, the breath is the first and last act of life. And movement in, in our life has kind of got lost. So if you think about how people moved maybe two, three hundred years ago and the trajectory of movement kind of getting more sedentary over time and now what the human body does through a course of a day, and they don't get a lot of movement variety into their day. And so Pilates exists and is amazing to, I mean, this is exactly what Pilates created it for too, was because we do not get natural movements in our day, because we're not squatting, we're not rolling around, we're not out in the garden and climbing and jumping and doing all the things that we are made to do, that now we have to have this idea, this Pilates, yoga, whatever it is to practice movement in some capacity. Everybody needs movement in their life because over time, the lifestyle uh, has become more sedentary. And so we need to have these, it could be corrective exercise, mindful movement, movement variety in our life to just have a better, healthier life, to feel better in our bodies. So Megan, I know we've talked several times and dancer keeps coming up and exercise keeps coming up. What if you don't see yourself as a dancer or, you know, some of us have childhood memories of dance you'd rather forget? Who is Pilates for? Pilates is for anyone that breathes, anyone that moves. What is it like to get started with Pilates? It might feel slow to start with Pilates because our bodies build up kind of bad habitual patterns, whether it's from the workplace, other workout modalities that we haven't really been focusing on our form or just our sedentary lifestyle, that when you come in and I say, lay on the floor on your back, that might be a challenge to even find neutrality in your body. So typically with Pilates, we start by taking away the bad habits, looking at the movement skills a body should have, the function it should have the mobility, the stability, and then we build you back up like Legos. What does that trajectory look like for somebody who's been really sedentary or is 
listening while driving their fourth hour in the car right now? Yes. So if you're if you're very sedentary or you're very tight, a little nervous about moving, have a lot of injuries, or maybe a little bit older, I would suggest a one-on-one session in Pilates. We will also incorporate other somatics, other modalities like role model method, maybe some yoga, some breath work. At least one session, though, I would highly suggest four to 10 sessions so that uh, the teacher, it doesn't have to be me, but the the teacher can look at your body and work with you to help you figure out, again, that neutrality in your body, where to start base level and help you understand, you know, what is Pilates? Why is this helpful? What muscles are we using? What is the breath like? Familiarize yourself with the equipment, which is um, spring-loaded. So, you know, there's an element of safety there terminology. And then um, ideally, I mean, you could do private lessons for the rest of your life, but I would ideally like to think that you could do a couple private lessons and then join the group classes and really have a sense of community. And then it's, you know, it becomes Pilates becomes more than just working on your body. It becomes being with other people doing Pilates. But if you're just young or in decent shape and you just want to come out, take a class, I highly suggest just try one of every sort of classes we offer and ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions in class, in the moment. Our classes, Pilates classes are not, they're not silent, but we don't have music intentionally. But that also leaves room for like dialogue and questions. It's not just a teacher dictating or demonstrating. In fact, we don't demonstrate when we're doing Pilates. We only get verbal cues. We don't show what we're doing so that we can watch everybody and make sure you're doing it in correct form. We have hands-on assist. If, if that's not cool, we have verbal assist. I think that Pilates it's for everybody and that you can come into a group class at any point you meet people where they are exactly where they want to go yes so if someone wants to try a class is eager to reach out or maybe a little hesitant to reach out how do they get in touch and get started yes so if you just want to like know what the class schedule is where we are what we're doing Go to movementlabtn.com. On the main page of the website is a live schedule. So you can see what classes we have and you can sign up online and you can just show up. That's the simplest way to to show up without reaching out. If you want to reach out, you can send a message through the website or find us on Instagram, send a DM and just ask questions. And of course, we'll have your contact in the show notes so they can do that. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. If you felt inspired by what you heard today, I encourage you to take the first step towards that thing you feel called to do. If you need some help gaining clarity on that vision, reach out. The world needs more people to do the thing they love most. And that includes you.